Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Trevor, you know, after a, a long month of just playing what seems like bad game after bad game, especially some Bubsy games, I'm ready for something good for our podcast. Well, yeah, you know, I think so too, and we've only covered one PlayStation game so far. I thought we could go back to that system. There's a lot of great games on the PlayStation. You're right. I mean, even the first one we played, Medal of Honor, was oh, yeah. a really good game. This is a good idea. I like, yeah. I like, I like what you're thinking. So uh, let me just tell you what some other people have to say about this game. Okay. Um, oh, so you've already picked the game out. Oh, yeah, I have picked the game out. Okay. And I've, I've scoured through some comments from actually the front of the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. All right. Hit so, me with it. So, PS Extreme, uh, I believe that was a PlayStation magazine. That makes sense. They said it's one of the sleeper hits of 96, and it's experience that no action platform gamer should miss. I like action, and I like platformers. You know, like you're thinking Mario 64? Yeah. But, well, for the PlayStation, basically. Well, so this could be like... The PlayStation's answer to Mario 64 is what you're telling me. Right. Okay, all right. this is sounding awesome so far. So, uh, also, um, it establishes a new standard in the platform genre, says Next Generation. Wow, in the platform genre? In the genre, yeah. Wow. It's a massive environment, go-anywhere gameplay, and amazing depth. This sounds incredible so far. Right, I really think you're going to like it. It also has a two-player mode. So There's a two-player mode? Right. it's advertised on the back of the box, so it's going to be good. A two-player platformer? Yeah. Oh, yep. wow. This It's about time we had a good game. What's this one called? Bubsy 3D. No, I mean, seriously, what's this one What's this one called? Uh, it's Bubsy, but it's in three dimensions. No, I, you're, you're lying. There's not a... This can't be true. You know how Bubsy 1 and 2 were 16-bit platformers? Yes. Well, this one is three dimensions. So you're... You're trying to tell me that we're playing another Bubsy game? Yeah. You know I've already played Bubsy 1. You know I've already played Bubsy 2. And I haven't been the same since. It's Listen, it's not my fault. I, I reached out to our fans and said, Hey, if you'll donate money, we'll play Bubsy 3D. I set up a GoFundMe account and everything. So we made people... Pay us money for this game. They donated thirty-two dollars, and I only asked for eighteen bucks. And it's Bubsy. This game got here like in two days. And it's Bubsy. I've never had a game get here so quickly from no, eBay. No, we're not doing this. No, Trevor. No, no. Johnny, put that rock down. No, I'm Stop. going to take this rock and I'm going to smash my skull in with it. I would rather oh, do that family friendly. than play this Bubsy game. I can't take another Bubsy. I hate Bobcats since Bubsy 2. I'm not going to do it, Trevor. If you say we're going to do it, I'm going to take this rock and I'm going to just just put myself into oblivion. You know what? Do you have a second rock? I do. Here you go. Yeah, give it to me too. All right. Well, before we end, we do this, we should say, hey, listen to Retro Blist!
I didn't know where that was going, so I introduced The Rock. That's, I like that. <laughs> not The Rock. Not Dwayne Johnson. No. no just something way less fun. Yep. <laughs> and something that may be even less fun than that, we played Bubsy 3D. But, yep. let's hold on to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Trevor, welcome everybody to Retro Bliss. By that, I mean you welcome everybody to Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, welcome everybody to Retro Bliss, ah. your game-by-game retro gaming podcast covering... Games for systems released in the 80s and 90s, and we need a snappier tagline. That's right. Coming to you live today, or this is a special edition, coming to you live from Australia, the great country out back. They have amazing kangaroos. Uh, there's giant knives everywhere. And if you have a knife, that is not a knife. There's a different knife. One knife is bigger than the other. I haven't seen very many Australian movies. I don't even know what you're talking about. But yeah, Australia rocks. <laughs> Wait, are we not in Australia? Maybe we are. <laughs> this game has ruined me. <laughs> We're on an Australian kick right now because... They we, like us for some we reason. We found out that Australians, at least the few that we know of, seem to enjoy our show. Literally, all it takes for me to like you is if you say that you like me. That's it. If one person from your country says they like our show, then your country is awesome. Yes. And everyone from there likes us. I don't care what country it is. Yeah. Any country. Any yeah. person can say that. Even the most terrible person in your country? The country of Texas. If one person from Texas likes us, <laughs> then all of Texas likes us. Well, they do kind of want to be their own country. Yeah. Everything is apparently bigger there. Yeah. That was a great sentence that I couldn't form in my own head. Now, well, we've done it, Trevor. Uh, last week, and I would say in the span of a week, we have played... A lot of Bubsy. Not one Bubsy game. Not even two Bubsy games. <laughs> We've we've done three now. Let me explain how this series of events unfolded. Okay. So, Aaron Hickman from the Genesis Gems podcast. Yes. He reached out to me, or as, like, as we like to say on the show, he reached out. He reached out to us. And uh, he said, hey, when are you guys going to be on the show, instead of just begging for attention? Yeah. Because so, we, we do beg for attention quite often. And he basically left it up to us what we want to play. Um, some of the names I threw around were Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, we mentioned some other games that were really good. And uh, Bubsy was the one we picked. Yes. Now, if I recall correctly, you gave me a list of games. Yeah, and Bubsy, and Bubsy was, one. was one of them. And you should have never done that yep. because I, as everybody knows, hate myself. Mm-hmm. And I chose that. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's how it happened. We, we played the first Bubsy on their yeah. show. That episode is probably out by the time you hear this, I imagine. Yeah. So, so what you should know about me is that I constantly feel that I don't deserve any sort of goodness or mercy or mm-hmm. love. So I will always pick the worst thing. And people generally agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, on those feelings. For the most part. So, yeah, I guess this is a good time to say, though, go find Genesis Gems and check out their episode about Bubsy because we are special in quotation marks. That's right. Guest on that episode. Yes. And then, of course, we recovered. We recovered. I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm on, I'm on we board. We covered Bubsy 2 on our podcast last week. And we haven't recovered from that. <laughs> and for some reason, the idea of Bubsy 3D became like a worm in my brain, and I had to play it. Yes. Um, We'd never played this before. Nope. We actually, I found out the game runs for a little more than I thought. I could bring myself to spend more money on a bad game right now. <laughs> As a joke, we set up a GoFundMe yeah. account. Yeah, I cannot stress enough. How this was a joke. We we expected 
I mean, first of all, who sets up a GoFundMe account for eighteen dollars? Yep. So, <laughs> first place. as a joke, we set up a GoFundMe account for eighteen dollars for people to help us review Bubsy 3D yeah. on Retro Bliss. <laughs> in their right mind. <laughs> I did not even put my bank information in there because I didn't think anybody would donate. <laughs> but right now, you're going to give everybody your bank information, Trevor. Donald. Yes. So. <laughs> $32 we raised of the $18 we asked for. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. So we got a complete inbox copy of Bubsy 3D with the manual. You got really quick, by the way. Got it in two days. I've never seen something come that fast. In excellent condition. It looks great. It's like they never played it. They probably didn't. I'm telling you, uh, it was a cursed object that they sent to you because it got there so fast they wanted it out of their house as soon as possible. So now your house is probably haunted by a vengeful, <laughs> angry, and sad spirit. It could be mean. I just don't know it yet. That's just you hanging out. So that's how we come to review three Bubsy games in about a week. Yes. And now. Which is something nobody should ever do. Has that changed us? I think so. I think so in many ways. For the better or the worse, let's find out. Now, let me preface or preface this by saying we went and saw a movie today, Dunkirk, and that movie was amazing. Oh, yeah. So we started our our day out very high on on the scale of good things. I just came off of a couple long night shifts, woke up without quite enough sleep just to go see this movie with Johnny, and it was awesome. It was well worth it. Great, great movie. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. But but then this happened. We played Bubsy 3D afterwards. Well, let's not give our opinions. Oh, oh I'm sorry. And then the day just kept going in some direction. So, <laughs> Or but, one direction, which is a, which was the guy in Dunkirk. That's pretty good, yeah. You're not going to explain the joke, though. So, Bubsy 3D... <laughs> That's a deep, deep cut joke. Bubsy 3D is an action platformer from 1996. That's right. Published by Accolade and developed by Ididic. I'm probably saying that way wrong. I like it. Um, Ididic. Oops, uh, I did it again. <laughs> we'll find out a little bit more about those companies later in the Bliss Quiz, so yeah. stick around. <laughs> the first thing I want to stress before we get into any kind of history, if there is any... This game came out, I think, just a couple months after Super Mario 64, and that's a big deal. This game is in a post-Super Mario 64 world, and that's a big deal for a 3D platformer. Yes. That being said... Because that is a game-changer game. It is. Yeah. And this game had come out a year or two before that, we may be saying things a little less harshly than what yeah, we, we may be, we may be more forgiving of it. Yes. Yeah. So, more about that later also, but... Do you remember seeing this game? Do you remember anything about it before I said we got to play it? I definitely remember Bubsy 1 and 2, seeing it out in the wild. Yeah. Don't remember this one at all. And the only PlayStation system I ever had was the PS1. Mm-hmm. And I definitely know, don't remember this whatsoever. <laughs> that could have just been my brain protecting me, though. Right. Well, I have no such protection. I do <laughs> remember this game. And today, we both try to be, I think, honest and fair to yes. games and not just bash. Well, when I was younger, I certainly was that way. I, I would give just about anything a chance. Right. But I remember seeing this game, and even in, even at that age, in 96, I remember thinking it just looked so bad. I remember thinking, how could they release a game that looks so bad? And even, we would even, growing up, love a bad game if it was so bad that it was kind of fun. Right, and we didn't even, yeah. it wasn't even an ironic way, we just enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. But this game, even at that age, I thought, this looks bad. So, here we are today. Let's find out how astute you were. So, I think we should start out with some stuff from the manual. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, 
in our little skit, all those comments I mentioned are actual reviews you can find on the front and the back of the game. Yes. So I'm beyond curious wow. about this because there's one from a magazine that I used to read all the time called EGM. And honestly, when I was younger, that's where I got most of my information about video games because the internet wasn't near as yeah. big as it is now. And on top of that, I usually felt they gave the best honest reviews. Uh, for, I usually, yeah. for EGM, the most part. Electronic Gaming Monthly. I, yeah, I kind of felt like they were the number one yeah. independent uh, game magazine. Yes. So here's a quote in the top right corner of the manual from EGM. Stunning, dot, dot, dot. Original, dot, dot, dot. Bubsy 3D climbs back to the top, dot, dot, dot. Check it out. First of all, all those dot, dot, dots tell you they're cutting out a lot there. Yes. Like they're, they're afraid to give the whole statement. Well, in all fairness, a lot of things will do that, movies yeah. and games and stuff, because you can't put a whole... It's hard to get little blurbs. Right. So what I found out about this review, because I'm super curious, I didn't dig too deep, but apparently the editor who this blurb was taken from to put on the cover said they had a policy that they couldn't get too far into criticism territory with previews. This is not from a review. This is from a preview, just like saying what the game is. I still don't know why he was so positive sounding, but he said basically they couldn't really um, give the real thoughts in the previews, and that's where this was taken from. And this game got a terrible, terrible review in EGM. Yes. Yet there's a positive quote on the front. Yeah, what's the actual, do you remember the actual EGM review? Oh, it was terrible. No, it's a low score. I don't remember exactly, but it was a very low yeah. score. But taking up a third of the front cover of the game is another review. Like, they're really pushing the fact this is a critically acclaimed game. Gold X Award from PS Extreme, and they said it was one of the sleeper hits of 96, an experienced no-action platform gamer should miss. Literally takes up a third of the front cover. Yes. Now this, as far as I know, is legit. They, I don't know what they were thinking. I really do not know. <laughs> but it's it just astounds me they managed to find yeah. that much positive to say. Yes. Because this game got trashed in reviews, even in its time. Now, I will say, you let me open up the manual first, and I was humongously disappointed to find out that this one Unlike the first two, did not start with a comic. Right. It just jumps right into the controls and stuff. And honestly, I was a little sad about it. <laughs> it is sad because the best part about Bubsy 2 was the pretty cool art in the comic book yeah. in the front. Yeah. The writing was terrible. But but the comic itself looked great. And Bubsy 1, let me go and say, if you've not listened to the Genesis Gems podcast, Bubsy 2 that we covered on our show, you really hated on it. I thought it had a lot of good points, but more bad than good. So I gave it a pretty mediocre review, and I would say yours was below mediocre. Yes, but then we played Bubsy 1 after playing Bubsy 2, and yep. Bubsy 1 is a better game than Bubsy 2. It really is. Bubsy 1, just to show that we're being fair, I think I might be the only one out of all of us, but I actually kind of want to go back and play Bubsy 1. I think it's pretty good. Very flawed, very frustrating. It's it's one of those games that I would probably play again later after the memories of it have faded a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. So I don't think Bubsy's as horrific as everybody says but I did, in all cases. Here's what I told you about Bubsy 1. There was a lot of good uh, stuff there, some things there that you could take in the next games and improve upon those, and you would probably get a really at least a yes. decent game, but they went the other direction. Every single release was worse than the one before, it seems like. Yes, and I'm going to give a spoiler alert. They continued that trend for Bubsy 3D. Yes. So... I do want to read one thing from the manual, then I think you wanted to read over this a little uh, registration card. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one thing that made me laugh. It says you can pause the game. Where is it? Let's see. And by pause, you mean P-A-W-S. Yes. The course. puns are strong with this one, like the other two. Uh-huh. 
Okay, so if you press select when the game is paused, this is from the manual, uh, you can quit the level. Then it says, why you'd ever want to quit playing Bubsy 3D is beyond us, but to each his own. Do you think they knew when they wrote that that you're going to want to quit? Well, they also made a point that when you put a cheat code in, because, you know, we put a cheat code in, mm-hmm. uh, that they call you a cheater for doing it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Like it's a terrible thing. And I raise this question to them. Make a better game and we wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> yes. So they gave us a, yeah. uh, this pristine copy of Bubsy 3D that we have has a registration card in it from Accolade. And Johnny's going to read from that. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of your games back then would have these. I don't think they're really doing any more. Well, manuals are kind of going out the window nowadays. But uh, I'm going to read just one question that's on here. Mm-hmm. Trevor, what factors influenced this purchase? Was it a magazine review? No. Was it a magazine ad? No. Was it a salesperson? No. Was was it the packaging? Mm, maybe. Was it the price? No. We begged for we, money for we this. Had, we had to raise the money. <laughs> was it a friend? I didn't tell you to do it. No. Uh, was it a rental? Nope. No. Was it an in-store display? Nope. Did you receive this as a gift? We kind of yeah, did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Or other. Other would be uh, self-hatred. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, I do like this. Uh, asking what other systems you own, that's kind of nostalgic. Because it oh, mentions, yeah. uh, what all systems does it mention on there? It says, what systems do you own? IBM PC, uh, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Sega CD, Sega Saturn, the 3DO, Ooh. PlayStation, Atari Jaguar, Macintosh, or other. They really covered the bases there. Yep. Anyways, the manual's not as exciting as the first two Bubsy games, but it's still pretty thorough. <sighs> I guess we need to quit delaying the inevitable. Just jump into it. Jump into it. Let's jump into it. Let's talk about the graphics first. Oh. The first thing you see. Okay. Yeah. This is one of those games. Well, I should say that for the last, but. (laughs) You can give your opinion on the graphics now. Well, I'm going to give my. Every level is the same blasted thing, just different colored checkerboard grounds. (laughs) Yeah. It all looks the freaking same. Uh,. Terribly dated now. Terribly dated. It was terribly dated in 96. Yeah, it look, doesn't look good. I'll give it this. It's at least colorful at times. Mm-hmm. At times. It assaults your eyes with its <laughs> yes. colors. Yes. It looks like, it looks like a fever dream. <laughs> you know what? It looks like when a, when a TV show or something in the early 90s wanted it to look like you were going into a computer. Yeah. And it would be really over the top with the blocky, weird, strange polygons. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And the platforming simply comes from, there's different little... Um, literal platforms. Literal <laughs> platforms that are just like just floating. floating in the air for no reason. They don't even they don't even try with the graphics to create a sense that this is a world. Yeah. It's, you're right. It's like you're thrown into some cyber world. Yes. But they don't sell it in any way. It's just atrocious looking. It's almost an unfair comparison to Mario 64, but they came out around the same time. So yeah. we're going to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Mario 64 by far is a million times better than this game. It's not even close. But the point I'm trying to make with the graphics and stuff is when it comes to the actual uh, level designs, the platforming made sense. This one, it seems like they're like, well, we have a platformer. Let's literally make literal platforms for you to jump on. They're just in the air for no reason. And they try to make it okay by Bubsy making smart comments like, Oh, "Oh, it's a platform game. Of course there's platforms. Yes. He's even more annoying in this one than the other two. Oh. 
I guess we can say that sort of for the audio, but visually, he looks worse in this than he ever oh, did. Yeah. Oh, in, yeah. In Bubsy 1 and 2. At least in Bubsy 1 and 2, I'd actually even said in, in both episodes of that, I think, that we were on about those games, that his character design, even though the shirt is stupid, it's just an exclamation point on a shirt, on a white yeah. t-shirt, that's dumb. But his actual character design, I thought, was actually okay to pretty good. I did too. I mean, maybe I'm crazy, but I think Bubsy's hand-drawn style is, he's not a bad-looking character. But he and sure that's the way a, he should stay. There's yeah. a new one coming out, and I'm very curious how it's going to look. So every, <laughs> we've not played the Atari one, and I believe the Aaron Hickman also told us there was a PC release. Yeah. I've not played those, but for every other one, they've literally gotten, well, I mean, I worse we're, not, worse. we're not hiding, hiding our feelings here. The graphics themselves they have get worse, worse and worse. worse, even. Yes. Which is weird because you would think graphics would get better. At the very least, if something's going to improve in the game, it would be the graphics because... Yeah. Uh, you know, time's passed and we've gotten better with technology. Here's the thing. Uh, I realized that Mario 64 was on a different system. Yes. And supposedly then 64 was 64-bit, PlayStation's 32-bit, whatever. Here's the thing, though. It's just hard to imagine a game like Bubsy 3D existing in a world that has a game like Mario 64. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Medal of Honor was a better platforming game than this. Yeah, the couple times it required you to hop around. Yeah. Yeah, it was a better platformer. Yeah. Definitely better written. <laughs> Okay, let, which, let's get into the gameplay. I, I'm not done with the graphics. I gotta say more. Like, <laughs> I don't want to waste time. This game no, doesn't deserve it. People paid $18 for this. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. You, you just, you gotta play it for yourself or don't watch it for yourself. That's, that's the thing I was going to say real quick. This should be saved for the very end when we give our scores, but I'm going to just say it now. This is one of those games that I do want people to play just to experience what this is. Yeah. But I would never ever in a million years I'm an artist myself. I don't want anybody stealing my work. This is the only time I encourage people to go out of their way to play this, but find a way to not pay for it. Yeah. And I feel dirty saying that. I feel dirty. But I would feel even dirtier if somebody paid money to play this game after listening to yeah, us. Yeah, like our fans did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every part of the graphics they failed on. Bubsy as a character looks terrible in 3D. The bad guys. The enemies look atrocious. The woolies are such a, such a pathetic enemy to begin with i was the i was the um what's the word the supporter of the first bubsy game but even i said the enemies designs were stupid yeah they brought them back for this game and they look terrible there's some things that kill you in this game that just look like random polygons and i'm not exaggerating you don't know why they kill you they're just random shapes yeah one thing looked like a, a fan so you would think you'd be able to just to walk over it and it would float you up but if you did the fan would actually hit you and take away a a, a a life. Oh. Which you only start with three on this one, it's important to say real quick. Yeah. Because the other ones gave you nine. The backgrounds are almost non-existent. Yes. The the whole level is just made up of shapes. Johnny <laughs> wasn't kidding. The floor textures and quotation marks are just checkerboard patterns in different colors. It's hideously ugly. It look it looks it looks like a, a kindergarten room threw up in there. <laughs> yes. Just a bunch of weird shapes. Like, like you want people to learn shapes so they're really colorful, like cones and stuff, just yeah. throwing out, just vomited out into make a world. My wife like, walked down while we were playing this, and we thought about having her on the show, but we decided to have mercy, to have mercy, and not make her do that. But she did say it kind of looks like she's too nice of a person, like what an acid trip might look like. Yeah, which is funny because she definitely doesn't know what that looks like. Yeah, and I honestly don't either. No, th- this is here's what I would say. This is 
what somebody like us who doesn't know what an acid trip is <laughs> would say an acid trip looks like. I hope if it's supposed to be as good as people say, and again, we're not condoning drug use, but there's no way this is as good as that. <laughs> it's like somebody with no imagination imagining yeah. what a drug trip, jug, I can't speak. You don't need to. This is drug a terrible trip game. looks like. Yeah. Oh, so don't do drugs, kids. At least do this, apparently. Yes. <laughs> okay, we can move on to gameplay now. Well, this kind of covers both. This is a good bridge into the gameplay. Yeah. This game starts with what feels like the longest introduction of any PlayStation game I've ever played. It's setting up the story, and you needed zero of that. That's what the comic would have been for. Yeah. I would have much rather read that in a comic book a form. A nasty, ugly cutscene. Just grainy. It's terrible. Voice acting, which isn't more to the sound. But it wasn't good, but the character designs were all... It's all the enemies that you'll see, and they're all just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible enemy designs. Yeah. So yeah, after you see this lone cutscene, you're dropped into the first level, and all you're told is to collect the atoms and the rocket ships. Yes. I still don't know if you really need to collect atoms or if it's just pointless. <sighs> so really, your whole goal in each level is to collect the two rocket ships. They're just little tokens you collect. Yeah. I guess Bubsy's trying to collect them so he can escape. That's all you do in every level, and it does play like your traditional 3D platformer. You know, in Mario, you might be trying to get to the star or whatever, but <laughs> the this is the game's biggest oh, sin. The game's man. biggest sin is in the controls. By oh. that, I mean, by now, we do have analog controls by now. I mean, it's a PlayStation. I don't know, and I should have looked this up, a 96... Well, you said I, the Nintendo 64. I mean, that's, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. We, yeah. I don't know if the PlayStation had the Dual Shock yet. I can't remember when that came out. Oh, I don't either. It might have been a year later. But the but point you're is, right, we had 3D controls. By but the end. point is, you're using a, a directional pad to do a 3D game, and it doesn't work. It. I don't think it ever works great. And this works worse than great. But it could have. It could be done better. It's not tight at all. It, yeah. it feels like a struggle. It's a real struggle to control him in this game. It, it it's like it's it's like the controls are fighting you every inch to be halfway decent. Like if you oh, make man. if you jump from one platform to another, congratulations, you're freaking amazing. <laughs> the only reason you can even jump from one platform to another is because if you get kind of close, he'll latch onto it, yeah. and pull himself up. Every time I tried jumping to a platform, I would miss it. <laughs> but if I was close enough, he would pull himself up. Now, in a lot of these 3D platformers. One of the things, even good ones, would have bad cameras sometimes. Yeah. But and I would usually forgive that, but I just can't on this because the rest of it's so bad. The <laughs> camera hurts you terribly. Half it's the time, an enemy. Yeah, half the time you get hit by things and you wouldn't know why because you couldn't turn around quick enough. There's boss battles in here that have never been. They're the hardest boss battles I've ever seen because you don't know what you're doing. You, you can't don't, see anything. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. One time you're fighting a woolly mammoth and you can't turn around quick enough to jump on him when he falls. Yeah. I don't know how anybody goes through this game. It's like. Johnny's made fun of the Resident Evil tank controls. Oh, this is worse. Imagine that, but in an action platforming game. This is way worse, honestly. It's horrible. This is way worse. So when you turn with the D-pad, it's like he turns his whole body, and it takes a... Slow. Slowly. It takes a shopping mall to turn around. Yeah. It's an action platformer, but this is the slowest turning I've ever seen in any character. The, and every time you jump, every single time, the camera rotates above your head. Yes. And so then you're disoriented. You don't know what you're doing. But that's because the game knew it was bad. And the only way you know you're hitting yeah. the characters is if you see the shadow go yep. over top of them. If you can't see a shadow, you yeah. don't know where you're landing. Can you imagine Mario 64 if every time you hopped or bopped, the camera flips up to the top of Mario's <laughs> hat and you're just looking at his hat? That's what this is. Yeah. It would drive me bonkers. Oh. <laughs> Let me take a minute to say, I keep mentioning Mario 64. Do you remember in our Bliss Quiz last week, I said that... uh 
the creator of Bubsy blamed Bubsy 2 for running the franchise. Yes, and we laughed at that. Well, the creator of Bubsy 3D (laughs) blamed Super Mario 64. (laughs) He did not take credit for what he'd done. When he finally got to see Super Mario 64 in action, he wanted to have a chance to go back and rework this game. But Accolade said no, I guess. They were like, no, it's coming out. He was so... I think he knew that this is not going to hold up. (laughs) But he blamed that game for the bad reception of Bubsy 3D. He did not take responsibility for his actions. <laughs> right, let's be fair. People have done way worse things in life. Than make this game. Than yeah. make this game. And I will give him a little bit of credit in that if he saw a game that was better than his and made him want to improve it, yeah. that's a good thing. To actually, yeah, That's he, kind of admitting in a way that you need he to He had a conscience. Yes. 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 But still, you need to take a little bit of responsibility that this is your work. You did right. this. For better or for worse. If Mario 64 never existed, I do believe the gaming landscape would be a different place. Oh, yeah. But I still don't think this game would be any better. It wouldn't. <laughs> so It would have been what it is now. Because you still got your Crash Bandicoots in games uh, like Ape Escape, um, plus some other platformers on the PlayStation. Those aren't even the best examples, probably. I can't remember. Crash Bandicoots, Spyro the Dragon. Crash Bandicoot's the biggest example. Yeah. He's making a, re- a re-emergence, kind of, so we'll just go with that. Let's. I've been playing Crash Bandicoot here lately, yeah. right? Much better 3D platformer. 100% better. Because they knew how to work within the confines of of what they were doing. Yeah. In this game, they're like, oh, let's give you a big open world. Except the big open world is just an empty, vast nothingness. And here's the thing. The graphics, uh, I'm sure we're going to cover a Crash Bandicoot game at some point. Oh, yeah. But the graphics are actually very dated by now if you played on the older systems. And not the one that just came out that's like upgraded visuals and stuff. Yeah. It looks very dated, but the gameplay is so well done mm-hmm. that you can get past it. Oh, yeah. This, however, has both things working against it. It's yeah. So gameplay wise, the thing is, if this game looked exactly like Mario sixty four, it would still be terrible because the yeah. controls are unforgivable. Yes, I would say the controls are worse than the graphics, and the graphics are bad. It's the thing is, they don't really give you any super tricky platforming in any of the levels we played. No, because they knew they can't. Like the trickiest it gets would be. A very mundane task in Mario 64, for example, or any other good platformer. The only reason that I would say it's trick is because the controls are so bad. Exactly. It's yeah. very hard, but only because of the controls. Yeah. Not because it's not because of, of the yeah. level design or anything like that. I can't stress enough how bad the controls are. I drown myself in the ocean because water kills you in this game. Yeah. I drowned myself a dozen times. And that was a welcomed release. <laughs> and, but it was never intentional. I just couldn't make yeah. the turn fast enough. Yeah. There's one boss battle where you're fighting like this... Uh, he's called a nerd in the game manual. He's a boss. Yeah. And like literally the level is just like a, a raised platform. All Every level has a checkerboard theme to it. Yep. Some, or just different colored checkerboards. <laughs> and he's in a flying contraption of some sort. It's like a UFO or something. Yeah. And he's shooting at you. But if you fall off the thing where it looks like you should be able to because it's a giant thing all around it but if you touch any other part besides the race platform you you die yep and you can't help us sometimes yeah the just, controls are so just bad just making a turn yeah. takes too long and the other boss battle when you were fighting the woolly mammoth i kind of covered it earlier but also you're in like a ring it's almost like you're in a wrestling ring and people yeah. are watching you uh, and you're fighting this woolly mammoth if you touch the rings you die yeah and they're so easy to touch because the controls are so bad I don't, I don't take any pleasure in just the act of bashing something. I don't either, honestly. But I refuse to pretend this game is any better than it is. It's, 
I didn't think that Bubsy deserved the backlash he always gets because there's so many worse games oh, yeah. than Bubsy 1 or even 2. Um, but here's the big question we have playing this one. Yeah. We asked this question to each other. This was mm-hmm. a le- legitimate question. And that is, is this game, Bubsy 3D, is it worse than Uncanny or Uncanny X-Men? And we'll let you know when we give yeah. our scores. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it's a tough decision. <laughs> the fact that we even had that discussion... I looked at Johnny and said, I have a big question. Yeah. Could this be the worst game we've played on this podcast? And that automatically makes me think of Uncanny X-Men for the NES. And that's what I want to compare it to when we give our scores. So stay tuned. So what does that leave? The sound and the music? The sound and the music. Let's jump into it. All right. Horrendous. This, (laughs) the sad part is the sound and the music is the high point of the game. (laughs) Just because the music itself is just bad. Yes. It's not like outstandingly bad. I would say Bubsy 2's music was worse than this one. Bubsy 2 on the Genesis had terrible music. Yeah. Yeah. But this one is still not very good at all. It's definitely not as good as Bubsy 1's music. (laughs) Yeah, it barely changes. Uh, There's there's like one time, there's one time where it changed a little bit and I was like, oh, this is, maybe it's picking up. Yeah. I was giving it way too much credit because it just went right back to the other part. It's almost like if you can imagine Looney Tunes music, like the, the symphonic music that they have in the background. Yeah. But, it just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop, and it doesn't really fit the gameplay. No, not whatsoever. But the voice of Bubsy. is horrendous. Any voice acting in this game is not good. All of it's oh. bad. The noises the Woolies make, and that's the main villains, Yeah, is beyond annoying. We didn't know what it was at first when we first heard it. Like, what is that terrible noise? And you actually took <laughs> And then there's an electricity guy. He's another bad guy. <laughs> and he spazzes out, which makes sense. He's electricity, but it's annoying. And I was at a point in the game at one at one at one time where, oh, beside me was that electricity thing making noises, and then on the other side of me was those dumb woolies making noises, and it just seemed like a million. T- <laughs> okay, let's say you lived your life terribly, mm-hmm. and when you die, the decisions are made that you're going downstairs instead of upstairs. Right. I'm fairly certain that if I'm unlucky enough to go downstairs, then Satan's just going to make me play this game over and over or put me like put me in Bubsy 3D (laughs) (laughs) at that moment where I'm surrounded by all these things because I couldn't think of a worse hell (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to tell people what we really think of the game (laughs) yeah you want to punch Bubsy in the face every time he opens his mouth he made us hate cats and I love cats before this everything that was likable about him in the first two games because he had his ups and his downs yes I'm more likable than Bubsy. In this game, they destroyed everything that was good about Bubsy. Yeah, every single thing. This was his final game, well, until this new one that apparently is going to come out this year. I'm very curious about it. I may have to play it. This is the sick, sad, twisted thing, as I also want to play the new one. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know why I wanted to play this, and I don't know why I would ever give Bubsy another chance. Well, to be fair, I want to play the new Shaq Fu when it comes out, too. That's true. (laughs) Maybe we're just gluttons for punishment. (laughs) Mercy, I... Are we ready for the final score? Yeah, I, I can't bash it anymore. I'm just feeling it's deserved, but I just can't do it anymore. Okay, I'm going to... You want me to go first? It sure. It doesn't really matter. Okay, my final score. Oh, whoa, whoa. We didn't mention an important part of the game. Okay. I, I literally forgot about it because it was so important. This game has a two-player mode. You're right. You're right. Let's jump on that real quick. Worst multiplayer ever. I cannot think of a single worst multiplayer mode in a game. How is this a good idea in any game? You Here's how this game's two-player. Oh. One of you is Bubsy, and you control it. Mm-hmm. This is not split screen. Just one screen, Bubsy on a screen. 
And we were confused at first. Because the other player is nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the other player is trying to shoot Bubsy, apparently. Think of it as like a, um, like a first person shooter. Except you don't have a character. You don't see a gun on the screen. You can't yeah. really aim. Yeah. You're trying to shoot Bubsy like you're the TV, I guess. Yes. And who, and if you shoot Bubsy, then you get to control Bubsy and the other person is shooting you. And the, the gist of it is to get them more, collect the more things that are around. So them. it's like a game of tag, except yeah. the second player isn't even on screen and has like a split second to shoot a little blow, glowing ball of light. Yeah. At Bubsy. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's, it makes every disappointing multiplayer mode I've ever seen in a game before seem redeemable. Yeah. Shaq Fu <laughs> had a better multiplayer mode. Which was just two Well, that was played. just two player. <laughs> yeah. Wait, but it was more redeemable. Because- no, that's not the game I'm thinking of. There was some beat em up we played where, oh, the, t- was it, what beat em up did we play that just had a mode where we fight each other, but it was terrible. I don't know. I mean, be, anyways. It could be so many This is a great side of conversation. Yes. <laughs> Keep it in. <laughs> anyways, every game I've ever played had a better multiplayer mode. <laughs> even ones that were single player. Yeah. <laughs> even a game, even, even a game that's, one player and you just take turns playing it is better than the two yeah. players in this game. All right, final scores. Are you no, ready? Yep. Okay, let's do it. Let's get this over with. I'm going to preface, preface, preface this by saying if this game was given analog control, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have made this a great game, but it would have improved it heaps and bounds. And my score would have been, would have went up for it. I mean, that's just me being honest. Yeah. The controls are, are that bad that that's what kills this game for me. And it doesn't help that it looks terrible. It looks horrendous. <laughs> I had, we did have laughs at this. Let's be fair. Oh, we, yeah. we did laugh at this because of how bad it is. So that's the, that's where the entertainment value comes into this game. Right. And again, I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not, and I feel bad because I'm sure some people worked hard on this game. Some people provided for their families by working on this game. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel terrible for bashing something that somebody worked on because I know what it's like. To put a lot of work into something and then somebody bash it. It's happened to everybody who does anything creative. Hopefully they moved on and done better things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah. I understand what it's like. I don't want to just, maybe something happened that changed the way this game should have been. Don't give it excuses. <laughs> I'm doing it for the people who made okay. it. Not for the game itself. The result was terrible. Yes. We gave Uncanny X-Men under a one. It's like a point five, right? We went back and re-reviewed it as a 0.5. Okay. This is where it gets tough for me. Is this game worse than Uncanny X-Men? That's my question to myself. I still feel, and maybe it's because I have a history with X-Men, that that one's more disappointing. Because it's X-Men and it was a better, you could have done so much with those characters. But, I love platformer games. This is by far the worst platformer I've ever played. (laughs) By far. Bubsy 2 is better than this. And that's a sad statement. (laughs) I gave Bubsy 2, what did I give it, like a 3? I think you gave it a 3. This is well under that. I think I'm going to give this a 1. A one I can't go any higher than that. I want to go lower, but I feel like there's actually just a little bit more there because there's a yeah. lot of levels in this game. There's 16 levels, yeah. and they're not small. No, so they did put some work into this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the X-Men game was just very lazily done. So I'm going to put it above it, but just barely. However, if you ask me which game was worse, I would put them in a toss-up. Yeah. So I'm going to say I want to give Bubsy 3D a 1, which is my lowest score since Ungetting X-Men. Well, you totally sco- told, my, told my score. Told my score? <laughs> told my score. You stole my score. Yeah, 1 out of 10 from me. It's about the lowest 
a game can be for me. It's just, I think Uncanny X-Men has almost gotten a sort, sort of gloriously low spot in our hearts now. Yeah. To where it's almost hard to say anything's as bad as it is. I kind of love that we can have that. Is that right. <laughs> so it's, it's almost, yeah. I almost don't want to take that away from Uncanny X-Men. Yeah. So. In a way, it's kind of a badge of honor. <laughs> to give you an idea, I think I enjoyed the Bubsy series as a whole more than most people. I gave Bubsy 2 a four and a half, and I've been wondering if that was too much. But I, I don't know. I feel like there's some things there that I enjoyed. Bubsy 1, which we did not recover on our show, but if we did, I enjoyed it quite a bit more than Bubsy 2, to be honest with you. I would rate it above average. I'd probably rate it a five and a half. I would even consider a six for Bubsy 1. I enjoyed it. I think I'm being too generous, but that shows you how much worse this game is. Yeah. A one out of ten. It needs to be put down. Uh, the litter box needs to be... Uh, I better not go any further with that. <laughs> this is the litter box. This is the litter box. Yeah. It, it's horrible. Uh, the, the, you know, normally I start out with a one, then maybe the two-player mode would bump it up. But in this case, the two-player mode is vapid. It's vapor. It's nothing. Um, <laughs> it's a poor excuse. It gets a one because it does play. It turns on. Um, oh, well, to be fair, you're seeing the freeze a few times. That's true. This disc looks yeah. great, but every time we try to use the cheat code, whenever we leave the level, it'd freeze up. Yeah. Or if we had died, it'd freeze up. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that was divine protection. That's what I think it really was. But, Somebody was looking out for us, but we didn't listen. So with that being said, this game goes for, for the disc only in beat up condition. $15 is the cheapest I could find. Goodness gracious. I got this nice looking coffee for 18 bucks, and that was, the best looking complete copy. And I that was donated to us by people who are very, very awesome and generous. Yes. And I felt bad in a way that we made them pay for this game. But also we didn't make anybody do anything. We, we was a joke and they, I was going to say foolishly, but they kindly chose to donate. Well, it just shows that we honestly have some pretty great fans. Yeah. We're just kidding. Y'all are awesome, but we did do it as a joke. However, y'all uh, paid for it. So we're going to live up on our end of the bargain and mm-hmm. we did it. Ugh, I don't feel well. <laughs> No. I feel sick on myself. Do I even need to ask the question, is this game worth 20 bucks? No, not, no, 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 no. no. What is this game worth? That's the better question. Well, I mean, you you could use the manual as like a drink coaster. Yeah, it's a dollar. That's not a very good drink coaster. Okay, 50 cents. I'd say 50 cents because you can use a plastic case to hold a CD. You're right, you can. Yeah. Yeah, you know the the media that's going out of style. <laughs> yeah, I still like CDs, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. 50 so, cents. Bubsy 3D is definitely not Retro Bliss approved. Nope. Not even close. It's the opposite of Retro Bliss approved. <laughs> okay. So, do you want to get into some feedback and new reviews? Let's do it. Do you want to pull up the review from uh, our iTunes? I will, I will, I will. So, we actually had two new reviews, and we were saving them because iTunes refused to display one of them. Um, Johnny's going to read the new review, but let me just say that we found out through a very awesome fan that apparently we can't see reviews from other countries, which stinks. But if you're in other countries, you can see them. Yeah. So if you live in other countries, please still leave us an iTunes review. But hopefully iTunes will fix this. We're really popular with two people in Australia. Yeah. And by popular, popular, I mean, they put up with us. They like to make fun of us. Yeah. But it's endearing. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to read a review from somebody who's not from Australia, so they're not as cool. You know what, honestly, side note, I think Australia would be great to visit sometime. Honestly. Very deadly. I don't know if we'd survive. Oh, we wouldn't. Have you seen the spiders there? They're bigger than our face. Yeah. 
But I kind of want to go visit it. I don't know why. Let's go visit it and see our couples of fans. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do a live show there. It's a small country. We'll, easy to we'll pay for a flight out there, yeah. play, pay for a venue, and we'll have two people show up. We'll just ride a kangaroo into the yeah. village. I'll, I'll hop into in the its, bayou. I'll hop in its pouch. Uh, Alright, I got a new review from Nikki S485. It's a gym, is what they call it. I don't know why they would call it that. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. This could be anything. Five stars. Yet another great retro podcast. Now, this is their words. May I add? This is their words. I'm quoting them. We're not saying this. Yet another great retro podcast, better than the two dudes in an, in a NES podcast. So many of them out there, winky face. Huh. I don't know who this could possibly be. A Nick from something. I mean, they don't say where they're from, uh, but apparently they know a thing or two about retro video game podcasts, though. And they said we're better than two dudes in a NES. Yeah. I bet, I don't want to call them out on air, but I bet this... Don't say it. Don't. Nope. Genesis Gems. Oh, maybe. (laughs) Co-host. Thanks, Nick Stevens. We do appreciate it. And we know we're just, you're just kidding. You don't think we're actually better than two dudes. (laughs) (laughs) But if you do, let's talk. Um, so, (laughs) this review I just love because it's just, it screams retro bliss. You know, this guy definitely gets us. (laughs) This is a review from, uh, Australian fan. He is real Tim Barnett on Instagram, and Tim Barnett uh, left us a five star review, which we can't see because we don't live in Australia apparently. But he said this is, let's see, this is not the greatest retro gaming podcast. It is the greatest podcast. Subscribe if you like fun. That's us. Bad jokes. That's definitely us. And or two guys that can barely speak English. That is us, or kind of. What now? Huh? Huh? Froth over TV games from 30 years ago. So I'm retching out to you all to implore you to listen to Retro Blist. Yeah, we're very self-conscious about how we say our, the name of our show. So Aaron Hickman was our guest. Yeah. We invited him onto yeah. our show. Yeah, out of the kindness of our heart and souls. He was lucky to be invited onto yeah. the show. Yes, lucky. That's right. If you're on our show, it's a, it's a, a badge of honor. And he called out the fact that we say we apparently our name. talk like this. We're like we're a bunch of dummies. Yeah, goodness gracious, that's Anyways. hurtful. So I'll never say the name of our show again. Not in that way. I'm only going to say it like this: Retro Blist. I still kind of did it. Yeah, you still got it. We can't <laughs> help it. Anyways, thank you, Tim Barnett, and uh, <laughs> Tim's actually pretty awesome. He's actually went ahead and uh, contacted Apple and said, "Hey." What's up, Apple? Yeah, fix your stuff, Apple. Fix your stuff. Fix your review thing. They honestly, we appreciate. I can't. I can't say the how much we do appreciate anybody who takes time to review because honestly, iTunes doesn't make it easy on you to do so. I've put reviews on a few shows. They don't make it easy. Nope. So you kind of have to go out of your way to do it, and we appreciate anybody who does so. And please continue to do so if you haven't done done it already. That's the way somehow iTunes lets people find us. Yep. So speaking of feedback. Um, I did post about this game on our Instagram page uh, and our Facebook page. Um, didn't really get any comments on Instagram, but on Facebook, uh, let's see. Just go to Facebook and look look for Retro Blist. Give us a like. Same thing on Instagram. Same thing on Instagram. You'll see everything that we post. And on Facebook, um, <laughs> let's see. I think we got a whole comment here. <laughs> Gil Wiss. Gail Wilson said she watched the first level on YouTube, and that was enough for her. It looks terrible. <laughs> I'll be interested to hear your review. Well, by, by the way, say it was Gail. 
Yeah. By the way, Gil, it does not improve. Nope. <laughs> Once you see that first one, it's pretty much across the board. And then, got a lot of comments, not on our own page. Come on, people. Yeah, what's up with that? What's up so, with that? Also, asked the same question on another Retro Games Facebook page. I don't know if I said that name right. Which you should, because it's a good page. Yes, another Retro Games Facebook there page group. <laughs> I can't talk. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm looking for this information. There it is. Okay. I'm glad we do this on the air. So on that group, um, Johnny Townsend said, "What could possibly go wrong?" I heard that before. <laughs> Keith Sumner said, "Oh wow, this was so bad. I remember playing the demo disc." <laughs> Zachary Booth said, "How much did this review cost?" And uh, he, he's underlining the Gold X award yeah. from PlayStation Extreme. And under that, I wrote Our Souls, Dick. Or Zach, Our Souls. Yep. Trevor Franklin. Don't read that, he's dumb. Oh, yeah, that actually, I didn't even answer his question anyways. <laughs> Paul Edwards says, do you get nine lives in this game, too? No, you don't. You get three. Right. But lives come out pretty easy, honestly, it seemed. And Mike Vito quoted the uh, EGM. <laughs> the EGM quote. And, uh... Except he changed it a little bit, and it's more accurate. He says, stunning, original, Bubsy 3D climbs back to the top. Check it out. What could go wrong? Good point. A lot. <laughs> and Aaron Hickman. Uh, he just hates us. I don't know what's up with this comment. He said he played the demo before it came out. And boy, howdy, what a game. I tell you what. Honestly, I didn't hate it. What if you played the same game we did? I don't know. Maybe you played that demo and like EGM did. Yeah, maybe it was a special demo. What if the demo was better than the game? Maybe it was. But he did say, but with Super Mario 64 on my brain, I couldn't hold, it couldn't hold that candle. Um, yeah, it's, Aaron, go back and play it now if, if you hate yourself. Yeah, play the full thing, Aaron. We dare you. Yeah, trust me, you will hate it. Yeah, actually don't do it because I actually like you, Aaron. Yeah. And I would hate for you to feel less about yourself. Like we do. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, we appreciate all the comments. Yeah. But check out our Facebook page and Instagram. Because uh, we're lonely. And we need the attention. Like, I can't yes. stress enough how much I need this attention. I don't have anything else going for me in my life. This is the only thing that keeps me going. We do have something else, though. What's that? We have a brand new top five list. A top five! All right! Now, this time, Trevor, we decided we would do the top five things that are better than playing Bubsy 3D. Yep. Or better than Bubsy 3D, either way you want to put it. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Um, do you want to do Bliss Quiz last or first? It's the best way to it do doesn't this. matter which way do you want to do it. I don't, I don't care. You go first. Okay. On this one. So, top five things better than Bubsy 3D. Yes. Um, number five, I said Bubsy 1 and Bubsy 2. That's fair. Yeah. Number five, I said... Having a drunk hobo spit in your face. That's accurate. <laughs> uh, number four, I said Shaq Fu. All right, number four, I said stubbing a different toe every day until you stubbed all ten of your toes. Wow. <laughs> number three thing that's better than Bubsy 3D is spoiled milk. Uh, number three for me, ramming yourself crotch first into the nearest tree. <laughs> <laughs> number two for me is gout. All right, number two is if you take a blowtorch... <laughs> And you slowly, friendly. and you, it's all right. And you slowly burn each single strand of body hair that you have. <laughs> well, my number one thing 
that is better than Bubsy 3D is Retro Bliss. Okay. Uh, my number one is start a GoFundMe page that raises $18 to buy a hammer. <laughs> you take this hammer <laughs> and you just smash your face with it over and over. <laughs> so we like the game overall. Yeah. So what we're saying is it's time for a commercial. Are we enjoying ourselves today, folks? Well, if drinking white wine out of a four-ounce glass is your idea of enjoyment, see, it's white wine in a three-ounce glass, red in a four. Hey, you and the goatee. Two words for you, pal. Lighten up. Frenchie, I need an extension cord to Buffalo Wings. Go. Au revoir. Raising the roof with the coot. How you doing? Who's bored? Raise your hand. Anybody? <laughs> Look who's happy now. PlayStation. Well, that's so much you need to relieve from this hate fist. Which means you get to go first on the Bliss Quiz! I was on it that time. I had to really cue you to yeah. make sure you said it with me. I was just laughing too much at one stupidity. a little different this week. We're playing a game. Besides just Bliss Quiz, it's a game inside of a game. Okay. Uh, quick note, one of our favorite podcasts, uh, Flip the Table, ended, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would always play games at the end of their show. It's a They were a big influence on us, mm-hmm. even though they're talking about board games. I mean, you both love them. Mm-hmm. Uh, go listen to their old shows. I think they'll probably be on iTunes for a while. Just yeah. the old episodes. Highly recommend it. Anyway, so I decided I would create my own game. Oh, no. You're starting this out with three lives, like you did okay. on Bubsy 3D. Uh, these are open-ended, que- open-ended questions, uh-huh. but your answers that you give me uh, will help me decide whether you lost a life in your answer or not. Okay. So, in other words, you want to survive all three questions. Okay. All right. Number one, you are stranded on an alien planet. Mm. You spot an odd, annoying monster. It's not me. <laughs> That would have been first guest. <laughs> Heading your way, what do you do? Mm. You want to survive, remember this. Well, if I try to turn or walk away, I'm going to die because I'm assuming I'm Bubsy in this scenario. <laughs> um, gosh. I'm going to jump straight up and glide over his head towards the nearest platform. Uh, that's a good answer. I'm going to say you survived this first one. Okay. Uh, very good, but it does get harder from here. Okay. Just so you know. Well. So you have three lives still. Nice. Your first question is a little bit of history about the game here to help you out. I want you to name something else that Bubsy 3D creator Michael Berlin has done with his life. So the creator of this game has done something besides make this game. Uh, the creator of Bubsy 3D. Of Bubsy 3D. Okay. Not the whole Bubsy series. Okay, gotcha. Did he produce, was he a producer on Mass Effect 2? Did he create a light jazz band called Hot Mustard? <laughs> did he write a book called Winning in the High Tech Age? Or did he make Death Threats to Mario? <laughs> or which one did he do? Which one did he actually do? It can't be Mass Effect, because I thought that was actually a good game. It's a critically acclaimed series. Yeah. 
Uh, goodness. Light jazz band called Hot Mustard. A book called Winning in the High Tech Age. I'm going to go with the book. Nope. That gummit. I made that up because it sounds like something he would have done. It does. <laughs> he has his own light jazz band. That gummit. That's the two I tried to decide between. Called Hot Mustard. I always picked the wrong one. Curses. I don't even know what light jazz is exactly, but I want to go listen. Right, here we go, Trevor. Uh, you've passed your first challenge. You're still on this alien planet. Okay. You come to a, uh, a path, uh, like a overpass or something. Okay. There's only one way into this area you need to get to. Okay. However, it's being guarded by some sort of strange, uh, electricity type creature that seems to oh, just be, yeah. uh, you know, going wacko and crazy over there. Yeah. What do you do to get past him? Huh. I walk up to him and hold a big brick to my face and smash myself in the face so hard that I actually phase through. It's almost like I become, I die for a second. Yeah. And so I just phase through the electricity. Okay. I'm going to say that's probably the only way to get past this, mm-hmm. but you're still going to lose two lives. Oh, you know no. <laughs> so you're down to one life. However, you did pick the right decision. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. Just like Bubsy 3D, even the right decisions are paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so your second question is also some more history about the game. Okay. Identic, or however you say it, yeah. who actually developed the game, uh, Michael Berlin's company, I think, more or less. Um, what are they best known for? Are they best known for Bubsy 3D? For creating a blot on humanity? <laughs> for the Siphon Filter game series? Or for Army Men 3D. Alright, well, one and two are the same thing. Um, so it's gotta be three or four. So it's either Army Men or Siphon Filter. Is mm-hmm. that right? Okay. I'm gonna go out and just go out on the limb. I know I may get some hate for this. I never cared for the Siphon Filter series. But the Army Men series, I had a lot of fun. We used to play them over at your house all mm-hmm. the time. So I'm gonna say it's the third one, just because it's a series I didn't care for personally. You're right. They created the Siphon Filter <laughs> series. Okay. But I do think some people do like that series, though, to be fair. My brother really got into at least the first one. Yeah. And at the time, I'll say I don't think they hold up at all today, but at the time, it was kind of fun. So, yeah. So, I, but, you know, sometimes a, a game is just not for you. Right. Doesn't mean the game's bad. But this company's still around. I think they go by something else now. But they're working on a game called uh, Days Gone for the PlayStation 4. So, yeah, good yeah. for them. Well, that's how I felt playing this. Bubsy 3D. Yes. I wish the day would be gone. All right, Trevor, number three. You have one life left. Okay. So this question will decide if you survive this alien planet. I plan to survive. All right. You come to a mirror. A mirror. Uh, mirror? I'm really self-conscious about how we pronounce words nowadays. Right. That thing that lets you look at yourself. Okay. All right. And you see, when you look at yourself, that you are, in fact, a bobcat wearing a really dull, stupid t-shirt. Okay. What... Happens next. Uh, do I saw that brick in my hand? You've already used it. Hmm. I'm going to rip that stupid shirt off and no. just lose my mind and fall into my jungle instincts and just become a wild, crazy bobcat and run around and claw up all those stupid woolies <laughs> and just... And yes. And all your naked glory. And just go crazy for the rest <laughs> of my days in my naked glory. That's the best answer you could have given. Okay. However, this is Bubsy 3D. Uh-huh. No matter what decision you make, you don't survive. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I, I don't have energy to argue that. I will say, this is like that Star Trek uh, test that you would take 
there's a no-win situation. <laughs> yes. It could be mushroom. You, you would have to I cheat. I said that wrong. <laughs> but I know you're going yes. for it. I can never pronounce it. That's why I said that Star Trek yes. test. <laughs> so, speaking of important tests. Yes. We're going to have a new uh, edition of Don't Crack. Okay. Which is where I tell you really bad jokes and you try not to crack. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that's what we call it. Yes. Okay. All right. So, I looked up some of the worst cat jokes I could find on the internet. Okay. All right. Let me get in a good place here. You're going to get about five or six of them. No, that's not fair. It's a lot. Rapid fire. All right. Just try not to crack and you'll win. Okay. You ready? Give me a second. Okay, hit me. Why don't cats play poker in the jungle? I don't know. Too many cheetahs. What is a cat's way of keeping law and order? What's that? Law enforcement. Did you hear about the cat who swallowed a ball of wool? No. She had mittens. What do you call the cat that was caught by the police? What's that? The perpetrator. Why is the cat so grouchy? Why's that? Because he's in a bad mood. Here's the final one. All right. I've almost made it. Give me time to think about how funny this is. Okay. All right. It's in my head. All right. What do cats like to eat for breakfast? What's that? Mice Krispies. I think I made it. You did. I almost lost it on the perpetrator one. (laughs) Yes. That's by far the best one of all those. (laughs) I kind of like Mice Krispies. (laughs) Mice Krispies is good. The perpetrator (laughs) just felt more so bad it was yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of joke that i would enjoy if people exactly. people probably know that so that's been bubsy 3d for the playstation gaming console uh don't buy it <laughs> nope don't play it don't buy it yeah don't listen to this episode all too late here's the best way to experience this game watch somebody else play it on youtube yeah and even then Actually, I don't know, because the controls no. are so bad, I almost want people to experience Yeah, it the doesn't controls. really come across. Yeah. I mean, if you watch any YouTube video of this game, you just get a bunch of dudes cussing at the screen. Yeah, usually we don't care for that, but we understood I understand it. understand this game. Because yeah. You don't really understand how bad it controls until you play it. That's right. But let's make a promise to people. We're not just a bad game podcast. We're going to play a good game next. We think. That's our plan. Yeah, we hope to. Yeah. We're going to, well, we'll at least say this. We plan on choosing a game for next episode that is, at the very least, considered a good game by many. Yes. And we're going to see if it holds up. Yep. We're going to do that. Uh, that's been Bubsy 3D. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and, and on Facebook at RetroBlist. Uh, please add us on those and just, you know, feel free to interact with us. We will, we try to do a very good job of interacting back. Yeah, I can't think of many times we don't respond unless yeah. we just don't see it. Like we said, we need attention. Exactly. So when we get it, we're quick to uh, uh, to give attention back. You can also listen to this podcast and other great podcasts at the network. That's BICBP-radio.com. And uh, Go give us five-star reviews yeah. on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, we deserve it. <laughs> Do we? Nope. But give it to us anyway because you're a kind soul and you know what we've just been through. We've been through a lot. Yeah, I'm just really sad right now. But I usually am in the first place, to be fair. Yeah. But this is a different kind of sadness. Hey. Yeah. I have a brick. Okay. Could you please, if you don't mind, out of the power of friendship, smash me in the face with that brick? I'm saving this one for myself. Ah, fair enough. <laughs>